I had a huge revelation during my cancer journey, a huge understanding of neuroscience that I'm going to share with you today and we're going to talk about. So you are going to want to stay tuned. But what happened was I was forced to rest and I learned about neuroscience in those days and this idea that science has now proven through PET scans and MRIs that resting state to our brains isn't resting at all. That was great news for me because I learned that when I'm still, when I rest, my brain continues to work on my behalf through its default mode network. That's actually what it's called, the DMN. And guess what the greatest news of all is? There is someone always working on our behalf every minute of our day, whether we're working or sleeping. You want to stay tuned and listen to what we have to share with you today. Welcome to episode 29 of the Well-Versed Woman podcast. I'm Renee Teller. And I'm Teresa Morgan. You see, Renee and I are two perfectly imperfect women who have a heart to share our faith and our life's journeys with you. What our faith has taught us is about the love of God and how big and wide, deep and vast it is. And we love to share that with you. We know that if you stay tuned, you're going to experience that love of God, which is so needed today. But before we start, we begin every episode by preparing ourselves to receive that love, to hear from our Creator Himself by plugging into that power source. What we do is we sit still for just 20 seconds. We invite God to come and be amidst our conversation while we open our ears, our eyes, and mostly our hearts to receive what he'd have for us today. So if you're not driving, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to take some slow, deep breaths and just be still and ask God to be there with you today. Here goes our 20 seconds. They start right now. That's it. That's 20 seconds. And I'm going to encourage you to grow that 20 seconds on the days that you're not listening to us before your feet hit the ground. Be still. Plug into your creator. Ask him to ordain every step you make today and every day. I promise you it will change your life. But back to this idea of this default mode network that our brains were actually created to never rest, Teresa. What does that remind you of? Boy, isn't that amazing? That reminds me of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. You know, it's an amazing truth that the God of the Bible is always working in us, always working in his people to bring about his desired result for our lives and for the world he loves. 
God, we're going to learn today, Renee, neither sleeps nor slumbers, just like our brains, and he's always busy at work in us. And I just love this because sometimes we're going to see we may not feel him at work. We may not see the intended results that we're believing for right away, but we know because the Bible tells us so that he is at work. And as we saw last week, through faith and patience, we will inherit the blessings and the promises that are laid out in the pages of his word, the Bible. Isn't that so true, Teresa? I think about our brains and I think about how I said when I had that revelation back in those days I was studying neuroscience that I was working with half my brain because I never thought resting was important. I would sleep maybe four hours a night and I just thought I had to keep churning when the reality was if I didn't sit still, if I didn't allow that unforeseen network to work on my behalf, it's the part of our brain that integrates and processes all the data we took in in a day. You know, you often hear me say, our brains are the most magnificent computer of all time. And neuroscience is proving it out. It's proving that out so that people like me can believe a little bit more. The spirit world is above and beyond that so, so magnificent. And when we learn how these things, Teresa, I always say in our physical world work, it heightens my awareness and my knowledge of the spiritual world because they line right up, right? God would not create a physical being that did not flow and move with the spiritual world properly, right? So you see these truths in the physical world and they so often are right in line with what God teaches us in the spiritual world. And I believe he did it so that we would grow our faith through that and and believe deeper and understand deeper the whole spiritual big God that we serve. Absolutely, Renee. I love that. And it's just a beautiful analogy that how our brains are working when we sleep. It's it's the same thing that God, the Spirit, is working in us while we sleep, while we're awake. Let's dig into some scriptures that talk about this. The first one I would like to uh, have us all see comes from Romans chapter 8, verse 11. It says, but if the Spirit of Him meaning the the Holy Spirit of Jesus, who raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So I want our listeners to understand that if you're born again, if you know Christ is your Savior, The Holy Spirit is living in your spirit. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13 say, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to do, according to his good pleasure. 
So the Spirit of God is always at work in us, willing to do and to choose for His good pleasure. And we know what God has designed to be accomplished in the earth and in our lives is the best thing for us individually. It's the best thing for us corporately, for our families, for our country, and actually for the world at large. So we know this all-loving, all-powerful, all-knowing God always has our best interest at heart. And Renee and I were talking before this episode began to go on the air about, I said to her, I said, Renee, regardless if I feel him at work or not, I choose, I make the conscious decision to believe that he is always at work. And when I activate my faith is when I start to bring my consciousness into reality to say, wow, look all that, look at what he's done in my life. I'm not the same person I was 26 years ago when I met him. I'm not the same person I was even 26 hours ago in all of the days in between because he has always been at work in me and my life has changed. Things that I needed victory over have come. I'm still in a process, but wow, the advancements in the blessings that have taken place in my life because I have chosen faith and I've chosen to believe in him and I've chosen to walk with him in accordance to his word has been amazing, Renee. Amazing. Oh, so true. You know, when I think about this idea that this default mode network in my brain was working on my behalf, even though I didn't know about it. I didn't know it existed, right? And over all these years of my schooling, my college career, my professional career, that default mode network was the missing link integrating this data into my brain so that it could then be used fruitfully. And even though I can't see it, it clearly is happening. We see it, every one of us, in the results of our growth, or again, I talk to most moms about looking at their children where you get to stand on the outside and see where they went from the time you brought them into the world to the time they are now, wherever stage they're in, we we see their growth happening. It's this very magnificent physical body that we have that functions in that same way. So what you're speaking about, Teresa, where you're saying, I'm just not, I'm so much more evolved spiritually because you're you're working out your salvation and you're working on your spiritual being and existence in that same way that we've worked out our knowledge and our our evolution as a human being from a baby to adulthood. It's it's so it becomes so clear to me when I can make sense of it, right? My left brain always wants to analyze it, but it helps give me that comfort that this world that we can't see that we take by faith, the substance of what we hope for, its faith is evidence of what we can't see. 
It's evidence, even though we can't see it, is what you just spoke about. I, I just love that, Teresa. Yeah, so, so true, Renee. You know, when you make a conscious decision to live in concert with God's word, that's when the change takes place because God actually watches over his word to perform it. I mean, it's amazing. Um, let's look at a few scriptures that say that God is actually watching over his word to perform it. If we look at Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, it says, and this is the Lord speaking to Jeremiah as recorded in the book of Jeremiah. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Isn't that amazing? God has obligated himself to actually perform his word. And we know from our anchor scripture every week, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we put our faith and choose to believe in the word of God, God goes to work to demonstrate the integrity of his word, his power, and his love on our behalf. You know, Renee, I'm thinking about back in the day when my, my dad came down with multiple myeloma, a form of cancer, and I prayed for my dad for two years. I prayed the healing scriptures over him. It was a beautiful, beautiful, difficult time, but beautiful time because whenever I would see my dad or talk to him on the phone, I would be praying and I would be praying healing scriptures, the scriptures that come right out of Isaiah, right out of Psalm 103 that says God heals all of our diseases. I would meditate and I would confess and I would hold that good confession of faith. So when we got down to Little Rock, Arkansas, we went to the myeloma clinic of this country. The doctors, after the battery of tests, the doctors came back and said, there is no cancer. It's totally in remission. In Renee, the Lord spoke to my heart immediately and said, I watch over my word to perform it. It shall not return to me void, but accomplish that for which I sent it. And I knew right then and there, in that moment, the, the truth, the concrete truth of God's word in the Holy Spirit that is infused in the word. So the partner scripture or the, the brother-sister scripture to Jeremiah 111 is Isaiah 5511. God says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So, wow, when we line ourselves up with the word of God, confess the word, meditate on the word, the Holy Spirit goes into action, just like we talked about last week. When God in Genesis 1 was recreating the earth, the Holy Spirit was waiting for God to speak. So every time, Renee, that I would speak, I thank you, Father, for my dad's healing. I thank you, Jesus, by your stripes, dad, 
dad has been healed. I thank you, Father. Bless the Lord, all my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The God who who forgives all of our iniquities, who heals all of our diseases. And I would believe for that. Over time, it came to pass. And that's the victory that Jesus talks about when he says, he always gives us the victory that we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. No, no question, Teresa. The We've talked in, in previous episodes about the power of words and how they are alive. You know, I just mentioned the physical laws that God put, God put in place on planet Earth and in this world, physical laws like gravity that we begin to understand. And even the, the physical law scientists and researchers have proven the power of words and that words are alive. And I love the reminder that the Holy Spirit, I love your word that you use, hovering, was hovering, was hovering, waiting for God's words to speak so that they could be manifested. It's it's exactly, again, these same principles that in our early episodes, Teresa, we talked about. If you haven't been listening for a long time, please subscribe and remember to go back we have been building episode after episode, and we are, after all, on episode 29. And you can go back to some of those foundational principles. We talked about patterns and principles, that God is a God of order. Patterns and principles, and these words are part of the law of the universe that he put in place when he created it. And the beautiful thing that Teresa just opened with. She said, when I live in concert with God's word, and all I could think of with my son being a musician and coming from a musical family was a concert and how beautifully a concert all works together to make beautiful, beautiful music. And when you live in concert with God's world, you make a beautiful life, don't you, Teresa? You just make a beautiful life. Yeah, you you sure do. You sure do. You know, I think it's important that we all understand that God and his word are one. You know, John chapter one, verse one says, in the beginning was the word, in the word was with God, in the word was God. So we can see that God came down to earth incarnate, meaning that he, he was in a human body so that he could be our bridge back to God, shed his blood, die on the cross for the remission of our sins, resurrect back up to the Father. So he's called the living word. In the living word's Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God dwells and lives in us, the believer. So I just love that God did not leave us or abandon us, the, the God-man Jesus Christ. But when he left, he left us with his word and he left us with the power of his word, the Holy Spirit. And when those two things align in our mouths as a believer, when we meditate and speak God's word in faith, 
This is what activates the power of God. So looking back for a minute to when I was praying for healing for my dad and believing with all my heart, I was confessing the word, I was speaking the word, and sure enough, my faith got so strong in the word of God, Renee, that of course the evidence of things not seen materialized in the healing in my dad's body. And the truth of the matter was that God then knew because God knows the future, he knows the past, he knows the current, and he knew in the future that I would need healing when years later, a tumor ruptured in my body. And Renee, you know from being there with me that the well, we'll call it the well inside of my heart, was so full of faith for healing because I had gone through my dad's healing journey. Renee, I had gone through a good friend's healing journey from breast cancer. I took a class on the healing scriptures. So I was ready. God prepared me beforehand then to face the cancerous tumor that ruptured in my body. And I received healing as well. So we can see that God's word is practical. It's not some spiritual, ethereal thing. When we read the word of God, the Holy Spirit helps us understand. He helps us to apply the word of God to our life because he wants blessings to flow. The blessings that Jesus bought on the cross, I'm using the word bought, it it, it was a gift, but maybe a better way of saying it, the blessings that came from Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, not only includes um, eternal connection back to God, but the gospel includes healing, deliverance, finances so that we can live in this world. There are so many beautiful attributes and elements to the gospel. And it's so important that we dig in, we read, and that we believe. Exactly, Teresa, that is so great. And just to simplify this, can you imagine understanding that our relationship with God is knowing his word, speaking his word, and living in concert with his word? It's that simple. It is truly that simple, Teresa. And the flip side is also true. One of the things that I have had to train myself hard, train hard, to not use words opposite of God's word, to not speak and allow negative words out of my mouth. They work both ways. So we need to simplify this relationship with God by remembering the importance of knowing this word, speaking this word, meditating on this word. And and it's that simple to grow our relationship, isn't it, Teresa? Yeah, it, it really is. We can look at it that We have a part to play. God has a part to play. We can't move in the power and and cause the blessings to manifest. God does that. What we do, our part to play, is to believe God's word, believe for those blessings. Say, Father, I know that these blessings are mine in the name of Jesus. That's why Hebrews 10.23 says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So I love the beautiful balance of that. 
we hold fast our confession of faith, God moves. We hold fast our confession of faith, God moves. You know, a, a pastor that I really admire and like, Renee said one time, God doesn't necessarily put the blessings in the palm of your hand, but he puts them within your reach because in the reach is where your character grows, matures, and develops. And isn't that what we all need is our character grow so we can be a beautiful, shining, living epistle, as God's word says, for the Lord to advance the kingdom of God and to bring those that don't know Christ into the kingdom. No question, Teresa. That is such a great place to end today's episode because, again, I'm reminded of what our parents did with us and what we do with our children. We don't put everything in the palm of their hand. It's one of the first things we learned that we have to put things in their reach in order for them to grow, develop, exactly like you're saying, and in order for us to grow our relationship. And again, back to those early episodes where we talk about this podcast being a podcast about relationship with God. This is not a podcast about religion. So do go back and subscribe to that. But that's a beautiful, beautiful analogy, Teresa, because we wouldn't just give it to our kids. God is the same with us. Yeah, that, you know, that's, that, that's true, Renee. You know, the final scripture that I would probably leave our listeners with today comes from the book of James, the first chapter. And it says, brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience and that patience have its perfect work. You know, in the world in which we're living today, boy, we cannot have a short fuse of patience we need to have long, enduring roots of patience so that we can stand in the times in we may bend, so we can stand and not break, so that our faith will sustain us and that we can help others in the troubling times. Mm, that's such a great scripture and one of my favorites. But what is the favorite, Teresa, of the Well-Versed Woman podcast? Absolutely, Renee. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. And all together now and hearing by the word of God. I think our listeners know it by now, Teresa, and I'm so excited they do. And that in and of itself is what we call standing on the word. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Well-Versed Woman podcast. We're so excited to be here and the privilege of doing this every single week and being with you. We'd like you to subscribe, rate, and review this channel, and we will send you your very own Well-Versed Woman journal. We also have a Facebook community. That's so key today. So go ahead and ask to join the Well-Versed Woman Facebook page. And last but not least, every single episode has show notes. Those are the scriptures that we have talked about in this episode that you can download and print, put on your mirror, put in a notebook, whatever works for you so that you can have the Word of God in front of you every single minute. We'll see you next week.